Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 20th of May, 2021. This is The Gap, episode 566. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gorey's in here, in bed. How you going, Job? What are you doing? <laughs> Don't say it like that. Jeez, that's, that makes it sound weird. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm up the coast, trying to get away a little bit. Um, uh, so I went up to Coffs nice. Harbour, on, like on the beach. What's fucking cooked about this shit is that I've got better internet here than I do at home in Sydney. Uh, I've got like fucking 250 down here. It's ridiculous. The oh. up speeds are garbage, but like it's blitzing. Which yeah. it, is it, uploads. Like fucking who cares, right? Like fucking bring it on. I could be downloading. I'd, I'm almost rivaling Luke speeds. Not really. It's like yeah, a quarter. You're like a quarter. A quarter yeah. <laughs> I'm closer than I've ever been. Uh, hey, listeners, uh, I wanted to tell you something. Every time, every we, we do a we do a sync before every podcast, and um, mm-hmm. and Luke counts us in. Uh, I'm sure you you've probably seen the one before where I fucked it up because I forgot to say go. Anyway, one of the things Luke likes to do, and I don't know if he's doing it on purpose or not, uh, is he'll count three, two one and then he pauses for like too long and then he says go and it fucks me up and he always does he'll do like three two one go three two one go and then on the third one he goes three two one go and i'm like fucked on that shit and it ruins me (laughs) and i do not understand i don't pause on it because i'm using a timer and what fucking stitches me up the most about this shit is that like today, he's like, "Oh yeah, mm. what weird!" Like I'm the one doing this shit, which is horse mm. shit. Okay, I'm the J.K. Simmons in this shit, and you, uh, what's his face? Um, Whiplash. I don't know. I can't remember his name. I don't know. If I re- we'd be a movie podcast. Fucking remember anyone's fucking names. <laughs> anyway. No. No, because I use I go off um, I, I go off the seconds in uh, the timestamp track, and so I try and count on the second. Really? Or is that <clears throat> just yeah. is, so? It's an actual. Is that just your excuse, so that right. you can get away with whatever it is you're doing every goddamn episode to try to throw me off yeah. for some reason? Your head games. <laughs> Your odd maybe head it's games. just the delay. Like sometimes, like the lag is just a little bit longer. Uh, yeah, sometimes, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Anyway, right. speaking of movies, Should we belt through this. No. 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 <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Just, just, just. I, I just it. wanted to talk about some movies real quick. Okay. First of all, right. uh, yes. the woman in the window. Is that the mm. one? Is that what it's called? It's on Netflix. Is that what you're seeing these days? Ah. On your travels. Oh. Ooh, I'm, no, I'm seeing women from my window. No, 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 no. scratch that. Um, the uh, the no, I'm thinking of the wrong film. I think. Never mind. Keep going. Uh, it's Amy Adams and yep. what was the film I was thinking of? And two Captains America. Two different Ooh. Captains America are in this. Spo- spoilers. Oh, I don't think it's spoilers. It's just the cast list. Um, okay. But anyway. Uh, I hated this movie. So I assume based on the fact that you are not giving me anything on this, you haven't seen it yet. I th- I thought this would have been your fucking jam. You love psychological thrillers. You're your wife fucking, you froth them, as they say. 
When did it come out? It's last week. I don't know, last right. Friday or no, something. I don't know. Well, watch it, but it's terrible. That's my opinion. I don't want to explain exactly why, because it's pretty spoiler territory stuff, but it's bad. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's been Movie Corner. Uh, now it's on okay. s- Sports Corner. Uh, just real quick, before we move on to Games Corner. Uh, sports Corner. Uh, who are you going for in the basketball today, Luke? Oh, Lakers. Are you? Are you? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Lakers playing the Warriors and the play-ins. And uh, Luke's new favorite team. Uh, he's adjusting his camera to show that he's not wearing his Warriors shirt for once. For once in his goddamn life. Doesn't seem to have any Lakers shirts. Uh, only Warriors shirts. All... I was going to put it on, but I was like... Uh... You should uh... put on a Lakers jersey and then go to the shops. You're allowed to go to the shops, right. aren't you? I just yeah yeah try and start some shit. I mean, they here's a bit different. It's not like that. I mean, we're still in California, LA, and San Fran are pretty close. Like I see Lakers hats all the time here and jerseys and things like that. So it's not a. All right, I mean, what if people in San Francisco aren't starting fights because you're wearing an opposite team? What if you <laughs> like go on the tram? <laughs> what if you go on the tram? I mean, they do it in LA. I reckon you'd get the shit yeah, kicked different. out of. You. <laughs> <laughs> Go San Francisco. Jump on the train if you see anyone with a Warriors hat on, like slap it off their head. Mm. Just like fucking. Oh, them. that'll get things going. Yeah. Right? That's yeah, what I'm talking And then as soon as they say they were like, What the fuck are you doing, man? Uh that's my American accent. Um mm-hmm. you can just talk to them in an Australian accent and they will be mind blown. They won't they won't know what they they won't, Yeah, they won't know what to do. They'll be like, Oh shit. I can't do any more American accent. I don't have it in me. Anyway, video yeah. games. Uh, so, with that in mind, um, this upcoming basketball game in mind, um, we also don't have a lot to talk about this week because uh, of weird embargo situations. But uh, also, uh, yeah, we're going to go watch it. It starts at 12 p.m. noon, our time. So, we've started a what little does? bit earlier. Uh, the basketball. Ah, oh, okay, sure. Um, yep. You thought I was talking about embargo or some shit. That's fair. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but it's yeah, seven o'clock here. Yeah, um, we gotta we gotta watch that, right? Uh, I'll be going for the Lakers. Luke will be going for the Warriors. It will be actually a pretty. I've got my my San Francisco jersey on uh, under. The uh, Lakers won that way if they just rip it off. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh. Yeah. You play on both sides, so you always come out on top. Yeah. Uh, excellent. So, video games. Uh, what are we going to kick off with? I can't. I'm on a laptop. Let's, so let's click let's kick off with the, the sports. Let's go NHL 21 while we're rolling oh. in the sports genre. We'll use the sports corner to transition into the games corner. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hate this game. Oh my god! I don't know what it is. I <laughs> this is, is week three of Joe hates this H-O game. 21. Yeah, <laughs> I it is bad. It is proper fucking bad. I finished my first season, right? And my guy, I don't know, I don't know your hockey terms or anything, but he was 
my guy was like rookie of the year. He was MVP. He was like, I don't know, fucking, I don't know if they give out trophies for most penalty minutes, but he definitely won that by like, I don't know, four times the amount of anyone else's penalty minutes. Um, he was like playoffs MVP or finals MVP or whatever the fuck you call that. Uh, we won the Stanley Cup. Uh, and then I asked for a trade because I went and looked at the stats and I was, I was so I was drafted to the Rangers and, mm-hmm. uh, and I went and looked at the stats and we lost 75% of our play, uh, of, of our face-offs over the course of a season, 75%, which is like, at some, like you would accidentally win more than that many fucking face-offs. Yeah. Like ideally, it's, a coin toss, right? anyway, it's supposed to basically. be like <laughs> fucking hell. You've got one job. You don't need to score. You just get it to the dude who gives it to someone and gets infinite fucking assists and sometimes a hat trick every other game as well. Like, ridiculous. So I'm playing on, yeah, I think I said it last week, I'm playing on Superstar Difficulty. It just, it's so simplistic. After I got out of the rookie season, they no longer talk about my character. Like, Hmm. but all the stuff they used to talk about all the, these, there's these like cutscenes where you, your coach asks you to do something, usually something impossible. Uh, he'll be like, oh, you know, um, make sure you don't let them get any more shots on goal. And then he, you, you don't let them get any shots on goal, right? While you're on the ice, they never take a shot on goal because they are sprawled out on the ice. They are basically, mm-hmm. there is dead bodies everywhere, right? You are laying cunts out all over the place. Nobody gets a shot off. Or if they do get a shot off, it's into you. And you've got, like, you finish the fucking game with, like, 14 fucking blocks or some shit. Uh, I don't even know if that's a stat that they track. I'm starting to think it mustn't be. Anyway, you get off the ice at the end, and the coach is like, I thought you weren't going to let him have like take shots on goal, and it's like he's talking about how they scored four goals while you weren't on the ice, and it's like, well, I don't know, cunt. Like you're the coach. Why don't you have this chat with the other fucking dipshits on this fucking team? Right? There's only so much I can do. I can only lay out five cunts at once. They're not allowed any more people on the ice. Okay, and then once I'm not on the ice, I can't lay anyone out. It's against the rules. I keep getting in trouble for for doing it when I'm on the ice, let alone when I what I what would happen if I wasn't on the ice. Or he's like, uh, you know, you, your teammate will be like, oh, you know, you, you got to get more shots. I want I want you to take more shots. And you're like, okay, cool. I can do that. I'll just I'm already doing. I feel like I'm already doing a lot of shots, but I can I can do it. I'll just fucking I'll just never pass. We'll have a very low-scoring game. We'll only score six or seven goals instead of our usual 14. And then you just sit there slap-shotting constantly. And I am literally counting, literally counting how many shots I take. And I go over by five. 
And then I get off the ice, and they like he he wanders up, and he's like, "Oh, you know, if you make me a promise, you've got to stand up. You got to keep your promises, Ben. Like that's what being a teammate's all about." I'm like motherfucker, all I did, like my teammate grade at the end of that fucking game was fucking E, because I never passed it. I would get into their. <laughs> their blue zone, into their zone, and then I would slap shot it. It didn't matter if there were people in the way. It didn't matter if it was possibly ever going to go in. If I could have passed it to someone who could easily put it in, no, just fucking bang, bang. Call for shot, bang. I would call for shot, uh, call for pass rather, at, at like, at times when it was just idiotic, just so I could fucking slap shot it in. I'm like, I did what you want, motherfucker. It was a ludicrous ask and I still managed to accomplish it and now I'm getting shit for this mm. so is that uh, at some point over the course of my illustrious career the conversations you have with people they seem to have gotten out of order I've put up a screenshot on Twitter of uh, so you'll have like uh, in that screenshot Panarin uh, came up and he uh, he was talking about I think I'd managed to succeed at keeping one of my promises. I think he wanted me to like, he was like, oh yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta make them feel it this game. And it was like, uh, goal, body check five opponents. And I'm like, all right, all right. I'm not going to, not going to leave this one up to anything. I'm going to fuck up five separate people. Not like, just get five checks. I'm going to find five different people and I'm going to fuck them up. And I wound up like fucking up about 15 people. Like I was just, if it like, for some reason it's super lenient. I remember the older mm. NHL games. If you were like a microsecond after they'd gotten rid of the puck and you checked them, it was like, it'd whistle you for boarding or roughing or I don't know all the fucking NHL terms. Like they'd find some reason to send you to the penalty box. But in this one, Mm -hmm. they'll pass the fucking puck away. And then like, it'll be like Luke counting in three, two, one. And then I fucking belt them. I will fucking (laughs) KO them. And they'll like lay on the ground. And then someone on their team will come over and try and fight me. Because, oh, you know, you can't do that. But I don't accept the fight. You don't accept the fight. And half the time, they can't actually fight you. You just don't take your gloves off. Right? What a fucking... What a life hack. Oh, okay. Well, so what? I don't get any retribution? Fair enough. Easy peasy. Um, So, anyway. I am belting these dudes. And yeah, you can wait so long after they've gotten rid of the puck. So you just careen into them and uh yeah works perfectly in this case Panarin was happy that I'd succeeded I would have been pissed I would have been so upset if he if I hadn't succeeded mm-hmm. on this one and my guy responds like Panarin's just asked him if he wants to go get hot dogs it's like oh yeah I love hot dogs like Panarin's like oh good job checking all those people and my guy's like yeah I love hot dogs and beer Hot dogs and beer, that's what I like. And Panarin's like, yeah, well, you know, 
keep up the pressure next game. What an odd conversation that would be. It would seem like, almost like they were like spies talking in co-words or some shit. But what's actually happened is that sometimes Spinarian will ask you to go out on a, on a, on a, on a, I don't know, on a trip with the team. And sometimes Panarin will ask you to accomplish something in a game. And at some point in my game, they've like gotten out of whack. And so now Panarin asks me to go out with the team. And my answers are whether or not I will succeed at like a objective. And then like, that's how that conversation goes. And then when he asks me to accomplish something it, and it, it hasn't gotten back in sync yet, um, even though I've changed teams. Uh, I'm now on the Sabres, the Buffalo Sabres, so I didn't even move that far, right? Buffalo's pretty close to New York, I think. Um, so I was just like, I just moved up the road. And mm-hmm. uh, it is crazy. I feel like playing for the Rangers ill-prepared me for having to do anything on face-offs. I, like, I just wait. I don't pay any attention on face-offs because I know we're going to lose them on the Rangers. And now we keep winning them and the fucking puck will just, like, sort of sail back into our our half because, it mm-hmm. like, he'll flick it back to me and I won't be paying attention. I'll be, like, playing on the fucking on my other screen. And then in like the puck goes, I'm like, Oh fuck. I could have, I could have taken anyway. That's annoying, but it's, it's probably a good thing, but I just can't get over how bad everything in like, you just, it is. I started up here. I started up top, right? At like, yeah, maybe this game's, it's not fantastic, but it's not terrible. I, I get it. You know, like, it's mm-hmm. it's a hockey game. And then, like, last week, I was, like... I was I think I was on the downward trend, right? Because I was, I was talking about how, you know, I feel like the NHL franchise deserves better. And mm-hmm. now, I'm at the... This game's fucking bad, man. Like, they have just barely shit this one through. Uh, it is just a woeful effort. And if I was a hockey fan, I'd be like mad as shit. Uh, they have to do something about this shit. Like, I, I know it's fucking some late to the party stuff, but like hmm. the effort they've put in here is just so woeful. The amount of little things that just, oh, this so immersion breaking. My problem is I don't want to go play just regular full team hockey games. So I like mm-hmm. the ability to just play as one player because then the AI can like make up for me slacking off. Uh, but man, it's just really bad. Mm. It's so much worse than I expected. Like, I wonder if this comes down to the the thing we talked about, like, last week and the week before, of it just not being a big game, sort of, sales-wise, and also having that yearly churn of 
you know, it's got to be out every, yeah. uh, what is it, October or something like that. When do sports games normally come out? I don't know. Um, I think it's like October. Yeah. Because uh, that's when basketball and EA sort of comes out. And of this, like, FIFA. all right, we've just got to, like, update the rosters. And, and this is, like, our roadmap for the next year. Not yeah. even year. Like. Yeah. Nine months. Eight right? months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this is what we're doing, right? And you look at um, uh, stuff I've saw this week. Uh, 2K talked about PGA Tour and how successful that was. Um, that did 2 million sales in uh, since August. So not not quite a year, but um, you know I think that's pretty decent for a golf game. Yeah, uh, and I, I guess we have to see um, what if that continues. Like, do they? Because they they've talked about they're releasing a new game. Uh, Q was it Q one or Q two next year? I can't remember. But they're not um, at this stage, at least. They're not doing, and that could be a, a pandemic thing. But it's not a yearly. It's not going to be yearly release because this PGA Tour came out last year, and if they're waiting, you know, eighteen months or something for the next one, maybe um, that may give it a bit more. I don't know, like features. Like if it's got more features, or or if they just kind of just tidy things up a little bit. Like it'll be interesting to see the difference between a you know a, a yearly churned out game and something that is on more like a well, year PG- and a half, PGA so. like two K was in my opinion, subpar. Like, yeah, I mean, it was very bare bones, but it was also the first, their first crack at it, right? It was their first crack under the 2K banner, but it was yeah. like, it was very telling to me that if you took, if you alt F10, if you uh, mm. G-Force captured- Recorded it. Yeah, yeah. the It just put it in a folder labeled the golf club and Heath- yeah. uh, played a fuck ton of the golf club and he I remember he was just listing all of the ways that it was the same like hmm. it was the first time they made PGA Tour but it wasn't yeah. it was by no means their first golf game like they literally right. just slapped a fucking label on the golf club I don't know man I'm it could, it could just give them more of a budget though like more money now that it's been proven that this game can sell yeah uh, like, hopefully they, they do something with it, but I'm starting to think, like, someone's got a, I don't yeah, I don't know, I don't know, man, it's, the reviewing game is fucked, it is fucked, All right? <laughs> how long would it take me to review NHL 21? Uh, yeah. I, I feel like I could write a review of the beer pro mode now, uh, yeah. now that I've finished an entire season and a bit. And half and mm. half a bit, um, yeah. I feel like I've got enough of a grasp on it, but mm-hmm. like if if it was if it was for a major site, what would I do? I'd play a bunch of games. You do like play now and, and yeah, and try out their whatever shithole FIFA Ultimate Team variant they've got, and maybe get into a tiny amount of to be a promo just enough to get a taste of it. And if I think back to where I would have been up to if I'd been under the fucking hammer to review this game, um, yeah, I would have been back at Job who is kind of having a good time. Right? Mm. There's just... I don't... Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, the review game's fucked. You kind of look at... 
uh, NBA 2K and uh, that review cycle is pretty much non-existent these days. They generally send code out for that game day of release. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, you know, also because they don't need it. Like, they don't need to drum up hype for that game because it's one of the biggest seller games every year. Yeah. But trying to review a game like that is so hard. Uh, a, because, again, it's one of the biggest selling games of the year and reviews are pretty much n- not needed after release. Like, the moment you drop a review that's after release, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. And this is just purely by numbers. Like, I've seen the amount of numbers these things do. Reviews are drop off very quickly. They don't have a tail on them. Um, yeah. And so if you're reviewing something like NBA 2K where it's got the play now, it's got uh, WNBA, it's got my career mode, it's got my GM, it's got uh, the online blacktop, it's, it's got like eight or nine different sort of components that are in there. And I could spend, I generally spend most of my time whenever we talk about NBA 2K playing my career yeah and i'll jump into uh my gm see see what's going on there and and uh i generally jump into like my team and crack open a few cards and i'll play a couple of challenges but otherwise like trying to review a game like that fucking take you forever because there's just so much going on yeah yeah exactly like yeah i i think that's that's basically the only thing you can get out of like that's you know, well, not the only thing by no means is the, the only thing. Mm. That's the best thing about us having a podcast is that we can sort of examine... Talk about it for weeks. Yeah, yeah. examine the process over the course of a couple of weeks. But I don't, like, uh, yeah, it doesn't serve much use as consumer advice at that point. I mean, I'm playing NHL thanks to the Xbox Game Pass. Xbox Game Pass... Brought to you by the Gap. The Gap brought to you by Xbox Game Pass. No, um, I uh, I'm, I'm playing that because it was on Game Pass. Um, I certainly didn't get a fucking code for it. Uh, I think I might be deep on EA's shit list at this point. I don't know why. Rocket uh, Arena. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, that wasn't my fault. That was Rocket Arena's fault. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, like. It's it's just what like how how would you yeah I don't know how you'd fix it but something has to happen because these games aren't getting better man they're not getting better they're like the they're so so incremental in the way that they improve these these games and it's not even close to worth the money when they come to Game Pass yes I think sure, it's, yeah. I think it's worth checking out then like. FIFA is now on Game Pass. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, NHL and Madden. MLB. Yeah, MLB the show. Like, that is actually a, a far more reasonable uh, method of acquiral. Yeah. But- don't, don't bring it up because you know it'll happen. Like, NBA 2K, it'll be like, you won't be buying NBA 2K anymore. You'll be buying the subscription. And you'll be paying <laughs> eight bucks a month, and they'll figure it out, and it'll be just like a little bit more expensive to buy, like the, yeah. you know, to, to to buy the full year, and they'll they'll get the sweet spot as people that don't actually buy the full price game, and yeah. it'll it'll come, it'll it'll like I'm surprised <laughs> they haven't done it yet. Yeah, 
honestly. Like, I'm surprised it hasn't happened. I think it's because that changes the landscape again. That changes to the sort of battle pass type of dealio where you have to be set up for... Like, you, we've seen we've seen the difference between, you know, Fortnite, uh, which I guess pioneered the battle pass concept, mm-hmm. right? And they were set up. They, like, structured themselves to be able to do the battle pass concept or at least they transitioned into that uh, method really quickly whereas mm-hmm. you see people like apex or, or games like apex or call of duty which changed to do the battle pass and they fucked it up for the, like the first three or four battle passes uh because they weren't set up for that program or work they like it creates a a timeline that they weren't ready for. They were on a season pass content drop system when yeah, they weren't even close to ready for the well the way the battle pass works is sort of dribs and drabs instead. Um mm-hmm. which yeah I think it's it's interesting and like half the time i mean fucking yeah apex still basically does its battle pass like it's a season pass it's trash anyway um yeah yeah it's uh i don't know man i'm just disappointed i'm just disappointed i just want a good hockey game but then i think about what i want out of a good hockey game i think about what i Mm -hmm. enjoy when I'm playing NHL 21 and it is laying cunts out at high speed. So maybe I don't even want so that. you just want a fighting game at the end of it. I, I, <laughs> you want my new Mortal Kombat. I do not want a fighting game. I absolutely <laughs> don't want a fighting game. What I want is rollerball. That's what I want. Rollerball. That, what was that mm-hmm. game? I know we, we... The one we tried to guess like last week and... Was it Rocket City or something like that? No, not the fucking EA one. Uh, <laughs> not Rocket City. What was it? That's out of Brawl City, right? Or whatever the fuck it's called. No, Dodge Brawl. That that was our pick for a much better right. name. But that's that's out on Game Pass today, isn't it? I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. Knockout City. Knockout City. That's it. Yeah. That's- Is that what I just said? Did I just say that? No, you said- What did I say a second ago? Brawl City? No, you said Brawl City. Well, he didn't say it either. I can't remember. Um, When does Knockout City come out? It says here. I don't know. Why is there a giant thread? Uh, It's it's to... This is in UTC time. I don't know what UTC... Who does that? I know, right? Who does UTC time? Nobody cares. Um, So it's in two days for... From now, right? Okay, which, a day and a half. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't know when fucking anything happens. No, I'm thinking about a different game, a uh, rollerball game. I'm going to mm. Google it at great risk because is this the Ubisoft one? No, definitely not that. Holy shit! Fuck that. That game was awful. Don't. No, don't. Roller champions. Not roller champions. Is that what you want? You want roller it's champions? Not roller champions. Okay. Um, no, it was like, it was like death something, 
definitely a death in the name. Death loop. Not death stranding. Not no. Uh, death. <laughs> Damn it! And he threw hoops or something. Maybe it wasn't a roller book. <laughs> this is a movie. I'm pretty sure it was a movie uh, with. Uh, yeah, yeah. With, with what's his name? And there was a remake of it. it was Dean well, Kane. Dean. No, it wasn't Dean Kane, was it? It wasn't Dean Kane. There was the R- Burt Reynolds one, right? It's called Rollerball. It had like Dean Kane in it. Remember? No, that was a <laughs> remake of the Burt Reynolds one. Is what I'm saying, right? That's what I'm trying to. Oh, it was. It wasn't Burt Reynolds. It was James Kahn. My bad. All right, I see how that. You're that's very all. bad. Fuck off, it's- mate. You said Dean Kane. <laughs> Dean Kane was in it. Get the fuck out of here. It was Chris Klein. Was it? Yeah, Chris Klein, he Jean Reno, LL Cool J, Rebecca Robinson Stamos. Uh, I'm not seeing Dean Kane. Paul Heyman was in it. Oh, this one's called Future Sport. Fuck off, Future Sport. That's not even the same thing. <laughs> why do you? Why would you remember a Dean Kane film over an LL Cool J film? <laughs> LL Cool J <laughs> is know. a better actor. Than Dean Kane. Right. That's my position. I'm. I'm. I'll. Oh, yeah. I, Absolutely. I will die on that hill. Uh, um. Yeah. Anyway. Um. All right. Let's move on. Just <laughs> 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 for forty minutes. Um. Let's keep going. Uh, let's go with Untrusted. This is a hacking. Oh. A hacking game on Steam. You've been hacking the planet. Oh, he's hacking. He's hacking. Um. It is not a hacking game. It is a social deduction game a la Mafia or Werewolf or Town of Salem. Uh, Okay. And it is... I am not a fan. Um, Mm. So it's got... So it looks like a hacking game and you play a group of hackers uh, who are trying to break into something... And it's sort of a bit of a reverse, right? Because the good guys are the hackers and the bad guys are the cops trying to bust the hackers. The government. Yeah. 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 Um, And so outside of that, um, it's basically just Town of Salem. Hmm. Uh, But it looks like, I don't know, a script kid's... IRC window from back in 2002 or some shit. That's about it. That's mm-hmm. that's about all there is to it. Um, you like you're att- attempting to accomplish some tasks and stuff. You like you try to hack these nodes uh, and you you know you make your way through through the uh, this tree of nodes until you get to the last one. You've got nine days to hack all the nodes that you require uh, in the entire time. Uh, people are trying to work out, you know, who's a hacker, who's a cop. Uh, there are some people who are neither. There's like 16 players. There's neutral teams, all this kind of shit. Uh, and it is, honestly, it's just a far more obtuse town of Salem. I don't know why you... Mm-hmm. Pl- like, I literally... I literally had this conversation in a game of it uh, because we were pl- like the first game I played, um, like our you've got like the the person who 
with the most power, the operations leader. Uh, and they're, they're the they're the people who are able to sort of like direct what people do. And like they were AFK, they just didn't show up. And so we were trying to work out, like we got to like day five and we hadn't accomplished anything as hackers. Uh, and the cops were just taking people out left, right and center. And it was me and like by my calculations, uh, two other hackers and two cops. And so like we're literally on whatever day we're up to, uh, six or seven day. And if one more hacker goes, that's it. It's game over. Because once it's 2v2, uh, like it's it's basically done. The the hackers can't stop the cops because they can't outvote them. They can't get a majority to vote them out. Um, so we're going through that and you've got like, you've got time over the course of this thing, but nobody will fucking agree. Like I can't get any of these cunts to fucking agree on. And this is my first game, by the way. I can't get them to agree. Like mm. everyone's got code names. I was like Dr. Pink. And I think we'd hacked a node successfully for the first time. And it was me and the only two people who had attempted was me and Dr. Magenta. And like there were three other people, Dr. Gold, Dr. Brown and Dr. I don't know, Blue. And oh no, it was Ochre, whatever. Uh, and, <laughs> and like, so none, neither of these three had, uh, had done it. I had failed at the hack, which meant that the other person who had hacked actually succeeded. Dr. Magenta had succeeded at his hack. And then, so I knew that he was legit. I knew he was a hacker. I knew I was a hacker. We just had to work out who the other hacker was. But like, Magenta wasn't being helpful. Uh, and I'm trying to like private message the dude and tell him like, that's how it has to be. And he's like pushing back. And so with like 30 seconds left in this fucking game, cause it is going to end. And uh, I know they're going to vote me out. They're going to kill me or arrest me rather. Um, I'm just like, why would you play this instead of Town of Salem? And everyone else in this game is like, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just going to go back to Town of Salem. I continued playing. I played a bunch more games afterwards. I didn't have a better time than I would have in Town of Salem. And the problem is that like, what you're doing and what you're capable of is too... Like in, in Town of Salem, right? Because if you're not familiar with Town of Salem, it's mafia or werewolf, but in video game form. Um, You've got these little characters and they go into the center of the village and uh, they vote for one person to murder. And if they don't do it, then the mafia members will murder them in the night, right? Until there's either there's only mafia members left or there's only villagers left. If they've hung all the mafia members or werewolves or whatever the fuck, um, then the villagers win. And if the if they don't, then the mafia wins. 
In this, you've got a time limit, so there's extra challenge there. Uh, when you're doing things, it's it's not as obvious. Everyone has to hack a node, uh, but like the way hacking a node can be disrupted is not very clear and. Uh, so you don't know like what other, like that's why I kept playing. Cause I'm like, okay, maybe I just don't get the tools available yet. Right. Cause there is definitely a learning curve with these games where you just, oh, well, I didn't know the mafia could do that. And it's, you know, with among us, right. As you understand what the imposter is capable of, it changes how you read situations, but even once I felt like I had a good grasp on what the cops could do in this, I still never felt like I could really point to any one action. Like, things sort of just happened. And you could determine how you fucked up, but you couldn't... Like, it was always reactive. There was nothing strategic about your, what you were doing it was always just a reaction to oh okay so that happens okay so i guess next time that happens but it'd be like if in among us there were like seven billion different fucking ways that you like instead of just oh okay well i see now that they must have jumped into the vents and gotten away at that perfect time or they were lying about being on the cams or like they're the one they they turned the lights out at that time so they could get me alone or something like that those tiny things that have like a, an immediate cause and effect in this it's like oh okay so they they DDoSed and to stop that I had to DDoS them. And you've got to do all these, like... Or or I was the ops leader, and so I had to give away... I got in a lot of trouble in my third game because I was the ops leader, and I was random arrested. And I uh, stayed in the chat to see what would happen. And everyone lost their fucking shit. Because I was Dr. Brown this time. Dr. Brown didn't even fucking pass lead. So I obsolete So this, this fucking... Oh, it's got like an auto filter. Uh, so it'll be like forking. Uh, forking dude didn't even pass. And I'm like, how... Like, how could I have passed? I didn't know I was going to be fucking arrested. Right? It's, it's like... If I had some inkling of the concept, then I I would have passed. But anyway, it's just yeah, I don't know. It's just town of Salem with extra steps. I don't know why why you would go through the obtuseness. I think people just like it because it's a little bit fresh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think it's good. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. All right. So this is only, it seems pretty new it as well. It is, yes. Um, but maybe you want to avoid, and it's free if people want to jump in. So it's not like. But the learning curve is 
bananas. Uh, I would definitely recommend doing both tutorials, uh, and then play. You still won't get. You still won't understand what you're doing for four or five games, in my opinion. Uh, whereas I feel right. like you would, you could pick up Town of Salem in just a couple of games without, like, maybe at at most you'd have like a wiki open so you could work out. Like I remember in Town of Salem, I always had a wiki open so I could like look up what my fucking role is. It'd be like you're a witch, and I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck a witch does. Um. Hmm. But outside of that, like, it's still pretty direct. Like, it's still, okay, so I'm a witch, so I want bloody... I'm the jester, so I want them to hang me, right? That's that's it. That's my entire... So I've got to do... I've got to act like a sus boy, and so they hang me, but not so sus that the mafia murders me. Mm-hmm. Easy. I can do that. I can make that happen. Um... And then, or, or not so sus that they think I'm the jester and trying to get, like, there's there's that simplicity that didn't exist in, yeah, it just, because there was all this other shit that you had to do, uh, right. or pay attention to, focus on, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, let's... Uh Keep on going, man. That's untrusted. And while we're still talking about, uh, I guess, free games on Steam, oh, yeah. Towerball, um, which is a game we talked about last week, recommended by a listener. Um, I've basically just left this running because it is an idle game. Um, I've left. I've just left this running for like the last week on my PC. Oh. It hasn't closed at all. I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting, sitting there going. Um, yeah. Basically, it is it's sort of like a tower defense game with uh, where each each level is a screen and there are balls that drop from the top to the bottom of the screen. Um, and there are these different pegs uh, throughout the level that you can put a tower onto. The balls um, take damage from the tower and they get progressively smaller and smaller the less hit points they've got till eventually they disappear and you, you, you get uh, money for them. And then you can spend that money to buy new towers or upgrade your towers. And then that is the cycle. You get upgrade points to spend on towers to level them up, make them do more damage or different types of abilities. And uh, and also you're able to unlock uh, extra levels. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the loop of the game. You can press stage and then go start again. Typical idle sort of um, style mechanics. And um, I think the last time that we talked about this, uh, I'd only been really running it for about one day or something like that. Um, At this point, I think I've beaten the game. (laughs) Like, it's just running at this stage. Like, I don't do anything. I just let it run. And every once in a while, I check it and I I spend my gems on um, on, on the the power-ups that you get. I've maxed out all the initial power-ups. Um, which are called dark power-ups. I can't oh, buy yeah. any more of those. Like nice. it's all maxed up. Yep. There are um, light power-ups, which basically cost you absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, and it does a whole lot of difference. And so I buy them almost immediately, max them out every prestige run. And the next one are just normal gem up- upgrades, which is things like um, 
extra tower damage or uh, make balls fall faster, um, things like that. And they're a little bit more grindy, but for the most part, um, I have, as far as I'm aware, uh, gotten to the sort of end game. Like I know there is more to come, but I don't know like when that actually starts happening basically there are bosses in the game and i don't know when that triggers yet right like there's obviously a point where that happens and um yeah i don't know when that will go through but it's Mm. it's it's just very bare bones at this stage like it's it it, we were talking about last week how it seemed like a mobile game that was um Mm. uh put over to steam and we were right because it was yeah and uh it's got this whole gem system where you can actually spend money to buy gems and all that sort of thing. But you get the gems like so quickly yeah. that, like I said, I've maxed out. I maxed out that first section in like two days. Like I just smashed through them. And yeah. I'm um, a quarter of the way through the one that is like, hey, you need to do your tower upgrade damage. Um, it just seems like you get them so quickly that that is a, a non-factor. So uh, again, it's like a very early um like a brand new game and these types of things go through massive evolutions of yep. current like the idea is you're always grinding right you're always trying to get to the next thing and yeah. uh, eventually incremental. they'll introduce some sort of new mechanic that will keep you going further and further but uh as far as i'm aware i'm at the like i can't go any higher on levels uh unless they open up this boss thing and i don't know how that sort of affects the game but um yeah, it's it's um I've gotten to the point where I think I've sort sort of like solved it. All I'm doing is just upgrading my tower to do more damage so that things die quicker. Yeah, that that's where I'm at at this point. So, did you play any more of it? Yeah, I I switched to my mobile and uh, mm. I've been playing on that. Progress is a lot slower on mobile, um, which I think I kind of appreciate. Um, sure. Because, yeah, you can't have it on all the time. Uh, but it does feel like it would... I think it might actually be better suited to the PC. If only because uh, a lot of... Like, it's sort of... When you close the app, uh, mm. it's sort of wipes all balls and then just does like a an away, an AFK calculation. It gives you 15% of the um of the upgrade points that you would have gotten uh had you been present uh 15% of the most upgrade points you've ever uh, like achieved uh and so like out of that it's you you wind up in this situation where you definitely like I'm making 50% of what I would be if I was on PC, right? Because I could leave it open at all times. Uh, if you switch mm. away from it, uh, switch away from the mm. screen, it like freezes. So you have to close the app if you actually want, like if you switch away and the app is still open and it's still in your cache, which I think is three apps deep, uh, you right. it, it won't be doing any AFK calculations. It it will think it's still open, so you can have it open technically for fucking ages, uh, which is a bit of a pain. You have to actively kill the application uh, if you want it to do the AFK calculation. Um, which yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Um, but at the same time, it does 
seem to be better balanced for a system where you can't have it on all the time. Um, sure. Because a couple of times, like I've I've noticed, I've gotten huge gains when I plug my phone in and then turn, uh, like disable it from like auto turning off. Like the screen mm-hmm. will stay on and it will just churn through and I get fucking huge amounts of fucking gains. Um, yeah, like I I don't think that's ideal. Um, mm-hmm. For like, I don't think you want a mobile game to require you to do that, right? That you don't want, I don't think mobile games should be encouraging you to turn off your auto dimmer and shit. Because that's for the, the benefit of your screen life and shit. Yeah. Um, but I think at the pace that I, at the, the mobile version pace, I think it's, it's much better suited that way. It just isn't, doesn't feel all that complex, right? You just, I don't know, you, you buff up, uh, whatever tower you feel is actually going to give you some sort of benefit and buff up. I'm, yeah. I'm currently the raise. Yeah. I, I, I've buffed up the ray as far as I can. Now I buff up yeah. the saw so that I can dump a single. No, no, my, no. <laughs> just focus on your shrink ray. That is all I'm doing right now. Yeah. I put everything in a shrink ray that I get to. Um, my shrink ray is currently doing damage per second is 47.3 million. Right. Uh, it, it's got a permanent buff of 931%. Um, and that's the only thing that does damage. Like, I have nothing else doing any damage. Like, once you get to the last levels, all you need is for those balls to be dropping yeah. on those, like, last two levels. And that's where all your income comes from. Right. Like, my first level one, level two, level three, level four, currently have one gun, gun on each of those levels. Um, and then you get to level uh, eight, and I've got two shrink rays and the the next two levels are just shrink rays and uh, a saw in the middle for one of them, acid to do double damage and a magnet, which halves the, um, it does like 10% uh, damage every like three seconds or something like that. Right. And then the last level, I've just got two magnets running, which does 10% for each one every like two seconds. And then the rest of shrink rays, like those early levels just, all you need to focus on is getting those balls destroyed to make them drop to the next level, and that is it. Well, like, that's I've got all that's my why I've got the saws. That's why I'm doing the saws because yeah. I want them to be at a point where, like, like the at the moment. So the first level is a gun because why not? I mean, that's all you need. Yeah, that's yeah. all you need. And then the second level is like I think one saw, uh, and then the. Third level is one saw. Fourth level is two saws. Uh, and I just want the fifth level to auto drop. Once they get auto drop through the saw, then yeah. I can go to the sixth level and concentrate on on actually like, because that's where I dump all my shit is at the moment is the sixth and seventh level because I'm not right far enough in that's to far. actually, yeah, doing damage on eight, nine, or ten. I I can't see the balls on level seven. Because oh, they're they dead show before up. they yeah, right. <laughs> they're on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how quickly they're gone. Yeah. And that's using one shrink ray. Yeah, right. Okay. 
Yeah. See, that's I don't know. That's that's a layer, a level of complexity that I feel is mm. lacking a little bit. Yeah, because uh, they they give you all these tools, and the tools aren't needed. Because yeah. like my shrink ray is doing doing so much damage yeah. that there's no point putting points into anything else because. Uh, what was the number? Forty-seven point three million DPS yeah. on the shrink ray. My next best tool is probably the magnets, but they don't do damage. They just do a ten percent like yeah. deduction every couple of seconds. So my next best like actual weapon thing is the electric um, oh, yeah. towers, yeah. and they do seventeen thousand damage. Right. Right. Yeah, that is. <laughs> so- quite the 47 million compared to 17 and i'm just like there's just such a huge gap yeah between the amount of damage that these things can output and like i can dump points into um the electric stuff and maybe i need to focus on that in the the weird uh prestige like prestige points because every time you prestige you get points points, put into more upgrades but even then i feel like the stuff that it gives you to dump points into isn't really worth it like because I've, I've basically maxed out everything on electric anyway the only thing i'm putting points into now is extra damage and well the trick enough, with electric right, right is every time it bounces it gains 10 percent damage right so if you maximize no, it them- does it gain or does it lose i thought it gained right i don't know man i thought it gained I thought it was reduction. It's because there's a there's a stat here that says re- reduced damage loss by one percent. Oh, but you've got the there's the dark power up for it. Um, I haven't looked at that stuff for so long. Each bounce increases damage by, right? Yeah, but so like even looking at that, I'm like, it does a damage reduction. Yep. for each bounce, but then this thing is like an extra bounce. So it's just sort like of mitigating the damage reduction. Yeah, right. All right. Yeah. Um, anyway, my point is like the thing about your complexity is that there's so much of a gap between the best thing that you can get in the game to like the next two or three things down that list. Yep. There's just no point yeah. spending it on anything else or like focusing on anything other than level like eight upwards and this uh, at the point i'm at the moment there's 10 levels and it's like just get to so things are dropping yeah and then focus everything in 10 and 11 or 10 and uh nine because you're making so much money on those yeah two levels that it's not even worth trying yeah and everything dies so quickly on levels uh, one through to seven that it's doesn't matter yeah um anyway it's just like it just needs more time. I feel like, like there's obviously someone working on this. I've seen them posting in the, the thread. Cause there's a bug at the moment, which I'm having, that looks like everybody possibly could be getting right. Um, where like you spend money on your permanent damage upgrade and it's spending double the amount of money required. Um, Oh, is that what's happening? That I think that be- does it on mobile. I thought it was just auto spending as much as it could or something. No, because I'm only getting yeah, it does five percent okay. increments. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, well, I, I just yeah. Thirty-four. I know you're right. Yeah, it's double clicking. Yeah, that's what I thought was happening. Right. Okay. Um. Okay. Fair enough. As long as I'm not losing money, right? <laughs> I'm okay with that. 
yeah it's got something to do with one of the buttons uh like it it, it like double clicks it or something like that and uh, i just figured you were losing money but no i just checked it and yeah you're right you it's just double clicking it mm. um so he, he's been responding about like problems like that um or, or she uh, i don't know um but yeah hopefully it kind of gets some progressive updates because um i think it's a neat idea yeah. of like this sort of layered idle game that you know you kind of look at uh, i still play um what the fuck is it called i play it every day i can't remember the name of that other one the running one um idle slayer yeah and uh that's that that gets that gets updated quite regularly it slowed down the last like month yep. but he was churning them out pretty quickly yeah um man i still jump in there and, and play that but yeah, yeah it's good fun anything else to add no no all right uh let's keep on going to another form of slaying uh hitman 2 <laughs> i guess it's here yeah um nice hitman 2 uh yeah i jumped in to play a bit of hitman um because I realized that they'd done the transfer so I could play Hitman 2, but I'd never actually mm-hmm. looked into it, like never looked at it, like uh, in the Hitman 3 engine. Like I'd, I think I'd checked it like just to see that it had worked, but I hadn't really sure. played um, the levels in Hitman 3 all that much. Um, and uh, so I went to do it and then I just got distracted and wound up playing um, the... Hokkaido mission in Hitman 1 because I just really I, that's just such a good mission um, still one of the one of their most interesting level designs in my opinion and after I finished that um, I felt like the after I yeah I succeeded in that one I felt like the successor to that level in Hitman 2 um, was oh not not in Hitman in Hitman three was was Berlin because there's so much going on there's so many story threads um in Berlin and in Hokkaido uh and you like the way you go about both of them is, is obviously quite different because in Hokkaido, you're in a hospital, you're in like a gown, you've got nothing. There's an RFID chip that tracks where you are at all times. There's definitely a significant mm-hmm. amount of time pressure depending on which uh, story mission you want to go on. Um, but that time pressure, I think, is, is what links Berlin because if you want to, if you want to like take out uh, all your or your targets without killing any of them or any of them being aware. Uh, if you want to get that achievement, you there's a fucking ton of time pressure. Uh, and it's, it's quite a challenging run. Um, and I was looking for Hitman 2's version of that level. Uh, you know, one that had all that complexity. And someone recommended uh, New York, which I think it takes place in Grand Central Station. Um, right. And it's from the expansion pass. Of two? Yeah. Like, right. And so I went to go play it, and I don't have the expansion pass of two. And uh. 
So I went to see about acquiring it. And it's 60 fucking dollars. 60 Mm. fucking dollars. Holy Jesus Christ. That's more than a fucking... That's more than fucking Hitman 3 is, I think, at the moment. Or it was when I looked. Ridiculous. Like, what the fuck is going on there? It's only like four levels. They're out of their fucking minds. Warner Brothers mm. is fucking cooked, man. Um, anyway, I was very upset about that. So I couldn't play fucking New York. And I'm like, well, now, now I'm disillusioned on this entire affair. I'm done. And so I bailed. And I didn't play yeah. any Hitman 2, despite that being the entire reason I loaded the fucking game up. Right. I just wanted to share yeah. that Heath-esque journey with everyone. You know, I started in... Started in first, ended in last. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, hey, I didn't write this down. But while I'm on the subject mm-hmm. of uh, cash, money, and video games, I have sold all of my Steam cards. Mm-hmm. For the moment. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, all the ones I had. Until you, until you get more. Like, like, they just pop up in my list every once in a while. Like, you've got a new item. And I'm like, what is this? They've given me, like, a pack of cards. You're like, oh, okay, fair yeah. enough. Like, yeah, they, I guess they just kind of sit there, not opened. I made fucking 50 bucks. I'll take 50 bucks. It took me, uh, like, I don't know, 35 minutes of clicking, but I was watching YouTube videos. I was watching some John Boy. Uh, I wish he'd do hockey again, but he's, the baseball season is on, so he's only talking about baseball. It's tedious as shit. There was some good hockey stuff. Anyway, um, yeah. I'm just clicking, clicking. 50 bucks. Why not? Shit, yeah. That's, you know, I don't know. I'm... Because in 30 years, they're going to be worth $8,000. Absolutely. They're actually... When we're on Steam coins. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> you've, they're you've actually devaluing. Up. They're getting worse. You can see. They track their prices. Mm. And like two years ago, I could have probably made about 400 bucks. Ludicrous. Anyway. Um, yeah. Now, I sold one of my cards for one cent. Or I I received one cent. It was barely worth the effort. Um, I mean, I wasn't paying attention to what anything was worth. But still. Uh, I just wanted to throw it out there. Like, listeners, if you've got Steam cards, maybe you can pick up a cheeky couple bucks. It won't take long. It doesn't take all that long to just sell all your shit. I also actually didn't only sell Steam cards. I also sold all of my uh, my Player Unknown's Battlegrounds junk because you can sell all that. Oh, no. Sold. All those 13 dirty t-shirts that you've got. Dirty red t-shirts. For- have, have you seen the stupid skins they do in that game now? No. Are they awesome? They're fucking... They, they've gone like full... Fortnite. Stupid. With, do you remember when, like, back... I don't know. I feel like maybe I talked to him about this. Or I remember reading an article of being, like, um, s- someone asking about, like, the cosmetics in uh, PUBG and if they'll ever do anything that's sort of like Fortnite or go a bit goofy. And they're like, no, no, we've got, like, 
an aesthetic or everything is always going to look like military focused or like something that belongs in this sort of post-apocalyptic sort of wasteland style gameplay like yep. that's not what we're gonna do we're not gonna, we're not gonna goofy but like you look at their skins now and they're fucking pandas running around and bright pink uh you know t-shirts and just weird shit like that yeah it's a a huge turnaround so um maybe if you hung on to any of those old stuff you'd be uh uh nobody has those dirty t-shirts anymore are it's you all, are you a digital hoarder skins. is that what it is you're a digital hoarder that's what i think I, that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, you know, you shouldn't hoard. Okay. You got to let go. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, st- sell your Steam cards. My opinion. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Luke's okay. opinion, hold them forever. Hold them to the moon. Never. That's, yeah, to that's the moon. what they say, right? That's what they say. That's what the kids are saying. Yep. Okay. Let's keep on going here. You've been playing Elder Scrolls Online. I'm assuming that's what this is, a yes or? That is correct. Elder Scrolls Online. Um, yeah, I've been playing a bunch of this. Um, uh, playing Blackwood on the PCS and uh, just checking out the companion system. I think it's very clever. I, I don't know if I talked about it before, but um, I think it's a clever uh, way to inject some life into a solo player's gameplay like i've spoken before about how that's pretty much exact exactly how i play elder scrolls online because you can just sort of play through the storylines uh and learn essentially history of uh elder scrolls um because it's all set 800 years before 800 or a thousand years before um the events of the games um yeah you just sort of there's it's it's just like these goofy references to things you remember doing in the games and stuff. So uh Blackwood is based in the Gates of Oblivion, um, so it's all related to Elder Scrolls Four, Oblivion. Um was my least favourite of the three that I played. Um like I I just didn't really gel with it all that much. Um didn't think it was anywhere near as good as Morrowind, which is still my favorite, I think. Still the best. Although Skyrim was obviously far more ambitious. Uh, yeah, uh, and so, yeah, Elder Scrolls, like, they've, they've got these companions to do the quests. Uh, they join you, and they'll just wander around. It's not quite Mass Effect levels, but, like, they're working on that direction, which I think is a really cool idea. Um, so basically they'll follow you around and when you do things, they react depending on what you're doing and, uh, like the way they react, Bastion's like this goody two shoes, Miri's, uh, um, like a bit of a scoundrel. So, um, when you do bad things, Bastion gets mad and his relationship with you like devolves and, um, you can improve their relationship with you. I don't know that it translates into them being worse, better or worse uh, at what they do. Um, But I don't think it does. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. So it's not like you have to manage that relationship or anything. Um, So yeah, you wind up just sort of having a companion who's there commenting 
Um, I believe they fixed it. Miri was running around behind you, yapping way too fucking much in combat. She was like, yeah, take this. Oh, and this and this. And you're like, okay, it's not a fucking Twitch stream. You don't have to fucking talk through everything you fucking doing, okay? I know you're there. It's fine. We can just... You can just remark every now and then when you've done something. You do not have to talk for every fucking single second of this fucking fight. Um, they fixed that, which is good. Um, and yeah, it's it's just a clever system. I know some people are disillusioned uh, because I think there's an expectation... Like, it's one of those things, right? When they do a new chapter, they do their chapter each year. Um, you get one thing or another. And last year, I think it was Antiquities. Mm-hmm. I think the year before that, it was a new class, the Necromancer. Um, and so I think people were hanging out for another class, uh, a new class. But as someone who generally doesn't make multiple characters... Um, I don't care too much for a new class. Uh, and so new systems I'm about. Um, yeah. I think it's a good system. It's, I think it launches, yeah, it launches like start of next month, uh, with Blackwood. You have to own Blackwood, which I think is probably the only thing I really don't like about the system. I don't think, uh, yeah, it's one of those like one of those ones where I'm never too sure because they'll send me the game, so I'm not a hundred percent certain on how it's supposed to work. Um, but I think even if you've got ESO Plus, you still have to buy Blackwood. I think you get it cheaper, um, but yeah, you still have to buy Blackwood, which yeah, I just don't necessarily agree with. I feel like if you got Plus, you should get Blackwood. Right, mm-hmm. I should probably fucking know this, huh? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Let's have a fucking quick look. Yeah, no, nah, it doesn't include the latest chapter, just the all the dungeon DLC and stuff. Um, yeah, so plus, yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. Cool. But uh, if, you, um, if you're into ESO, I think Blackwood's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And I do there think it's, is, it's a, um, a game that works playing on your own, like playing solo, uh, which is odd for an MMO, but whatever. Whatever. Yeah, and there's a lot of content coming out for that game quite regularly, so. Yeah. Um, it's got a big community. All right, let's keep going. That was ESO Online. Um, next up, we've got SnowRunner, which is a game I've played a little bit of. Uh, it came out... The last night, I think, on um, Game Pass. Yep. This has been out for about a year now on um, just other systems, but this one's on Game Pass on PC and consoles. So if you want to check it out, you can if you have Game Pass. Uh, it's basically a drive oh, driving simulator, <laughs> very loosely simulator. Uh, it's one of those simulator games, right, where you're driving a vehicle or vehicles, um, in an off-road sort of setting for most of it. It's like um, the Q-Op of driving. This... Right? Like... Yeah, it's goofy. Yeah. Like you, you're like paying there's, there's way more attention. games out. 
to like the nitty gritty of how your wheels turn than you ever would mm. in any other situation in your life. You just like the in other yeah. games, these are things that just sort of happen. Uh, I'm just going based off my time with Mud Runner or whatever it's called. But yeah, you're like acutely aware of what all four tires are doing at any one time. And it feels mm. weird to be so focused on like, or yeah, so laser focused on that as a, as a specific thing in a game. Right. But that's the, yeah, the deal. Well, like you, you look at a game, uh, like a Forza, I, I would consider that more of like a, a racing simulator. Like there's different types of simulator style games. This is a, a bit more on the, goofy and type thing where um it does take like it's not like a silly game but you're um a bit more arcadey because you're you're sort of set in these different towns and situations where you start off very basic with like a pickup truck or a ute if you want to be in australia Uh, but it's set in i think it's set in well at least the levels i'm playing in are in like north america um and you're uh you're given like these different types of tasks that you need to go and do and uh the vehicles that you're in um handle like absolute shit like you're on a, an actual road and it feels like you're driving extremely slow yeah um but the idea is that oh, i'm on this road and all of a sudden there is a uh th- there's something wrong with the road in front of me it could be like a rock slide has happened or um water has fallen over from this lake and flooded the road in front of you and like can i go over that will i flood my engine or there's a detour sign over here and i can go through that but it's on mud and will i make it through there in this thing that i'm in and so you go off road into the mud and you've got to worry about getting stuck um or like navigating the the surface that you're on so that you can actually get past it and there's like uh gears you're trying to maneuver through it with your car like putting it into a lower gear to make sure that you've got enough like revs to get through a certain section or initiating like an all-wheel drive system or four-wheel drive system um if you do get stuck in the mud you've got like on the pickup truck you've got like a wrench that you can or a wench uh Winch? That you can attach from your car to... A wench is uh, uh, like a, anchor- uh, a lusty barmaid, I believe. <laughs> a winch is what you would use to drag yourself out of the mud. Yeah, wench. Yeah. Wench. That's okay. what I said. Okay. It's a wench. Okay, my bad. <laughs> uh, you can... Uh, like, there's, like, anchor points that you can attach from your car to other surfaces around you in a radius so like you can attach it to a tree and then pull yourself out of that area while accelerating um and that'll get you unstuck out of the mud if you've got that ability to do so but also you've got to like take pay attention to the certain things that you are anchoring onto and like oh this tree is definitely not strong enough i'm going to pull this tree over type thing um it's also it's about navigating the things around you and uh in this banged up sort of play area that doesn't really make a lot of sense like it's it's there to it's a puzzle game right it's it's trying to throw all these different challenges and hazards at you and you need to try and go all right well how do i solve this uh in this particular thing that i'm in 
Um, on top of that, you're navigating the area, but also doing uh, missions or contracts in the game. It could be something like the very first one in the tutorial was uh, take these planks of wood in your truck and uh, deliver them to this bridge. And the bridge is not completed. They're still constructing it. So you, you take the wood over there and then they need steel. And so you then drive off and you're slowly maneuvering this area. Uh, you eventually get the steel and you come back and you've dropped it off and now hey the bridge is completed they've built it and now it opens up like a new section of the map and you can go in there and and search around for new jobs and that sort of thing uh it's got like a far cry style um outpost system like watchtowers where you can <laughs> drive up to them and you hit the button and he, he like flies around and does like a loop um all right the camera and it reveals like the area around you and new things that are uh in that vicinity so it could be new missions or garages and that sort of stuff and um yeah you're basically just driving around unlocking different types of vehicles i think there's like 40 that i've sort of seen in the menus ranging from very small like a pickup truck type thing to large semi-trailers um and you use these vehicles to like uh, i'm doing a mission that i just completed where it was like take this trailer which was full of uh i think it was wood um to the farm and so i drove it down to the farm and had to go through like a, a bunch of mud and a rock slide and that sort of stuff and you get the to the end of the the mission or the contract and you get um experience points that levels up your driver tar and uh and also you get some cash as well which you can use to um buy new vehicles but also upgrade your existing ones as well to uh change things like suspension or buy new tires on them or upgrade your engine because every car in this game handles like a fucking boat (laughs) um yeah and it's just like it's like a puzzle simulation weird here's a bunch of weird things you got to try and solve and you're in a truck that handles like shit good luck yeah um so yeah i know there's like there's a bunch of these games that have sort of come out yeah, uh, and people really enjoy them. And it sort of fits into that same um, bucket for me as like a hard space shipbreaker, the type of game that I can fire up and just throw on a podcast. And I don't need to like really be hundred percent focused on the things that are going on, like audio wise. Like I can kind of just listen to something and, and have a bit of fun while it's it's sort of going, um, or, or at least so, you you so, know like you can afford to be less focused until you have to be hmm. super focused, right? Right. Like I can't play a game like Dead by Daylight and and have yeah. a podcast on because audio is such a huge uh, element of that game. Or I I probably couldn't do it for like uh, Hell at Loose or uh, Call of Duty or, yeah. or like if I'm playing uh, Mass Effect, like because it's just such a I need to be listening like this. Yeah. It's not like there's a big story focus on this thing. So I can play yeah. uh, these types of games. Um, you know, I, I even chuck like a monster train or something in like the card deck building games. There's just certain games that you can play while you're doing other things as well. Watching basketball or watching yeah. sports on TV. Um, and this is one of those perfect games that I can be like, all right, I need to listen to a podcast for next two hours. Um Let's chuck on this other game that is currently available on Game Pass. And so 
that sort of stuff is really cool um it seems like it's a fun game uh there looks like there's a bunch of content like there's tons of different areas that you can go to uh each area possibly like i don't know but it looks like it maybe has some sort of theme to it so i just um opened up the second location that you can go to and that is more snow focused and so you are unlocking like garages um and then taking those vehicles to the garage uh loading them into the garage so that you can move them to another like zone and then you can go into that zone and take all right i'm gonna go do some missions over here and um i think it's about sort of like unlocking different vehicles and then figuring out like what vehicles you need in certain areas to sort of complete a contract um in order to get more money or level up your character and that sort of thing um and there's a few other things like time i think they're like time sensitive missions as well i haven't really dive dove into any of those yet but you know it seems pretty fully realized like there's a lot seems to be a lot there there's meat there i think at the end of the day um the game has sort of taught me everything that it needs to like the tutorial is pretty quick it's you know it's a couple of uh go from here to here and it does that a couple of times like hey that's the game yeah (laughs) good luck like now just figure it out for yourself like you'll be able to get new contracts and as you i guess uh get bigger and bigger types of vehicles that's when the challenge starts the challenge coming increases. and it's like yeah. all right now you've got a semi-trailer on the back good luck with that <laughs> right like re- you need to reverse that into this thing and kind of learn how reversing a trailer into a small area and how that behaves and you know that's where the challenge of that part comes into it so um yeah it, it seems pretty cool runs fine i guess for me like i'm not having any weird issues i'm sort of just playing on um Playing a controller, yeah, just makes sense. Works I fine. think, yeah, I think that you'd go controller right as opposed to keyboard and mouse, unless you had like the full steering wheel setup, which it, it does have for this game. Um, you would assume it has a uh, that whole system in there, so that's cool. For yeah, people that are keen on that thing. Yeah. Um, and I think it's got multiplayer. I feel like it's yeah, got multiplayer. Yeah, that's what I'm interested in checking out. I want to check out the multiplayer for sure. Because that sounds like right. it would be there's a game hilarious. you guys are playing recently, right? Or was it this one? Uh, I don't know. I, I felt like I saw it. videos of like Heath and Drew playing Yeah, I think, and, and Morkai uh, was saying in the uh, in the Discord that he was playing with those dudes. So, I, yeah. Uh, uh, hopefully it's got crossplay. Uh, between same platform crossplay, I can't believe that is a phrase that has to exist. But hopefully, the right, yeah. Game Pass version works with the Steam version or what, or Epic version or whatever they've got. It, it doesn't. On. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. No. no. Here's an update from yesterday. It says we hear you runners crossplay for the new platforms is in the works. Oh my god! The team is currently prioritizing crossplay between EGS and Steam. More coming later this year. See, more, sorry, with more that's coming so later. Fucked. That is so fucked. Mm. Oh, well, at least I suppose they could, like, you know, uh, the guys who already have it on another platform could still, if they have this, this is the same problem we have with Wreckfest. Like, they could get it mm-hmm. on, on Game Pass, provided they've got Game Pass. 
but then they'd have to have get, have to get Game Pass, I suppose. It's just that's yeah. so shitty. Ugh, it is right. I'm annoyed. What a situation. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, I might jump back in and keep playing that. It just when I get some time. Yep. Um, seems cool though. Definitely keen so. to check it out. Like yeah. Um, that Snowrunner, as I said, it's available on Game Pass if you have game pass otherwise it's it's on those other platforms we just mentioned so check it out um we've got two more here we've got uh, a death loop you've had a preview of this yes so uh i uh got into a hands-off session hands-off preview session for death loop um i didn't get to get my hands on it unfortunately um i obviously nobody did far prefer uh playing it but uh, yeah, for now, all they're doing is showing it off, uh, hands off. Um, it's a cool fucking game. It's a cool looking game. Um, I'm very in. Uh, I think we've been pretty upfront that we're fans of Arcane's games um, on this podcast uh, when they work anyway. Um, and uh, yeah, I think uh, this is, this is looking like They've taken. Uh, it, it, it looks to me like they've got. They've taken Dishonored, and they've uh, they've used Dishonored as a platform to create this crazy time loop game. Because mm-hmm. you know the the animations for how he like stabs people in the back and stuff like that. That it all looks very dishonored, uh, and he can like blink. It's not the same sort of aesthetic. Yeah, and yeah, it's got that art style. He can blink places, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's definitely got that vibe to it. Uh, but I'm I'm about it, right? Taking the the dishonored as a base, and then turning it into something. Um, yeah, into something completely different. Uh, I wouldn't have. Like if this was a dishonored game, I think it'd almost work. Although I do like the, I like the '60s vibe that they're going for, as well. Um, so I think that works. Um, yeah, like I can actually see if you told me that this game started its life because uh, you've got your two characters whose names I can't remember. Uh, you're this one dude. And uh, he's going th- uh, like around this island. Um, so that's the main character whose name is Luke. You've looked it up. Tell us. No, don't tell us. Uh, I don't know. I, I thought, um, I Colt. You, I thought you were going to look it up. Colt. That's it. Colt. No. Um, it is Colt. That's what I just said. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you, motherfucker. Um. So you got Colt, uh, and yep. he's roaming around the fucking uh, the island like he's the main character, the protagonist. And then you got Juliana, uh, who is one of the visionaries, and she is actually aware that Colt is in a time loop, uh, which I think is quite interesting. It's always more interesting when more when more people are in the loop. And uh, and she is trying to stop Colt. And if you told me that this started its life uh, as the main character from Dishonored, 
whose name I also can't remember because I'm fucking uh, nailing it today. Uh, and the and Juliana was the princess, aka his daughter, and they Corvo, Corvo, and his daughter. No, nothing. Princess, no. Anyway, if you told me that this started his life as a dishonored game with Corvo as the main character and the princess is the uh, Juliana character, I would totally believe you. I would not be surprised at all. Uh, it sort of makes sense to me. But anyway, it's not. Um, and it's got this 60s vibe and you're stuck on this island. You can go to four different locations. And the idea is like four different locations. You do it at different times. Um, so... You, you're stuck in this one day, uh, but you've got you're able to manage where you go during that day and and at what time and all that kind of stuff. And and there's um, a lot going on there mm-hmm. because it it's going like this is why I wound up playing Hitman actually because. It's got that same sort of... That's why I was trying to find those levels with the time pressure uh, where you're trying to make everything happen at the right time in the right sequence of events because it's sort of... That's what this game is. It has that vibe. It has like a... There's a... You always return. Returning. Return. (laughs) What's the word? Um... (laughs) Yeah, no, it does have a bit of a roguelike vibe uh, to it as well, um, which I I like. You know, I love my roguelike games. Um, but yeah, the the idea that you're trying to to create this perfect situation takes something that I think they always did quite well in Dishonored and just jacks it up to the next level, which is that that you know, the best runs of Dishonored were the ones where you had everything work out perfectly. And, like, they weren't necessarily the most fun, uh, but it it exhibited a a level of mastery that always felt good. And that, I think, the time loop concept allows you to have both. You can have your fun days and you can have those days where you have a run at making everything work perfect and i think that's cool uh and i think they yeah it's looking like it's it's doing a good job of it i'm really interested in how the uh how the multiplayer is going to go because it's got it's got invasions right um one player plays juliana uh, and the other player plays continues to play cult. So someone can come into your game as Juliana or she can be an AI. And the way that they're balancing it uh, is uh, cult has a sort of like a, almost like a, I don't know, the ability to live when he, like he'll die during a day, but he can sort of like come back. Uh, mm. A couple of times each day, like when he dies, it's not he can die multiple times a day. Basically, um, Juliana doesn't have that luxury, but she is obviously the still the hunter, and she's got the she's got that advantage uh, of of being able to 
like find him while he's doing other things. And so there's a bit of an interplay there in that, you know, technically Colt should be able to pick the battleground where he takes on Juliana, whereas Juliana, if she has enough patience, can wait Colt out if she knows where he's going to go to and ambush him. I think that's really interesting. You know, I love that idea. I love invasion mechanics in games. Um, I am intrigued as to whether or not it's going to have crossplay, and I couldn't get a fucking answer on it during this uh, this preview session, which annoyed the shit out of me. Um, I think it's going to be pretty important because I think if you do have crossplay, I mean, depend unless the auto aim is ridiculous, PC players are going to have a huge fucking advantage. Uh, just that's just how it goes. And so I, I think they're going to have to manage that quite carefully, but we'll have to wait and see how they go. Because, um, yeah, they wouldn't answer me when I asked, which annoyed me. Anyway, um, it's, a f- yeah, it's a killer-looking game. I'm extremely excited to play it. Uh, it's one of those things where you, you definitely, I think, you definitely need to get your fucking hands on it to get a um, a real sense of it. But, yeah, it... I don't know. It's just, I'm pumped. It's left to the to the top of my list, or second to the top of my list of games I'm excited about for this year. Uh, obviously, the top of my list is Battlefield, but yeah, Deathloop is <laughs> looking fucking rad, man. Um, yeah, and obviously, woo, uh, Invasion multiplayer. So it's coming out f- September. Mm. Um, yeah, I can't wait. Just everything they're doing in it, it's just got this real slick sense to it. Like they've got a really defined aesthetic that makes it feel almost, it reminds me of, um, no one lives forever. Right. Uh, yeah. And yeah, absolutely. I, like a mashup of that and dishonored, which yeah, bring it on. Yeah. Anyway. Hopefully, I get some yeah, man. It sounds cool. Time. The the um, I think the most interesting thing about it is going to be the uh, invasion system, like yeah. how that's going to sort of work in terms of like, is it just you want to play multiplayer and so you just invade people constantly, or is there like some sort of matchmaking involved of like skill levels, like how far people in are there, like yeah, like am I going to be able to jump in there day one and just fucking belt people because I've been playing <laughs> like I finished the entire thing as you know I don't know it's sort of my real hope and, and is then- if they do review code they have the invasion servers turned on so I can invade game journeys that's my dream yeah it says here that you can switch it on or off mm. um, and, and <laughs> that if it's off then it'll be controlled by the computer. That's correct. Yeah. So they were talking about that. Yeah. You can also turn it so it's friends only. So friends only okay. invading. Um, which, I mean, I'm totally into that. Uh, if if anyone on my friends list wants to invade me, I'm all about it. Uh, that's your mistake, my friend. Uh, one one thing I didn't find out was did not find out is whether or not there are stakes for Juliana. Like, are there stakes for a player to invade? Uh, I think yeah. that's probably going to be a big thing as well. You know, like as if 
hopefully they don't like because there's reward in itself in the disruption of another player's game, right? Um, so I think there has to be stakes for playing as Juliana, uh, even if they're just small, um, like uh, Dark Souls. You know, you could you could lose. You you could lose stuff in Dark Souls, but again, you got to dictate when you were doing it, so the stakes were lower. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Cool. All right. Um, was it a long demo? Was it? It's like half an hour oh, of oh, gameplay. They went through uh, like the start of the game, the very first loop. Um, the one of the things they were talking about is the like you cannot like you can't you will die. It's part of the game uh, that cult dies, but uh, hmm. they do think that you could probably outside of the moments when you have to die for narrative reasons. Um, they think that you can probably get through the entire thing without dying once, which I think is mm -hmm. pretty cool. Um, so yeah, they've taken that into account, um, and stuff like that. Uh, so they went through the first loop and then they went through a, uh, a specific assassination and sort of showed off the many ways that you can, uh, like, you've got to like, people are wearing masks and you got to determine who they are uh, based on like these clues from the environment and then um, work out how to, then how you're going to blap them and stuff like that. And you can sort of just, you could just shoot them, but you can also like find more creative ways to kill them. And yeah, it's uh, it's, there's a lot going into it. There's a lot going on there, which is rad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's the same. Uh, so it's the same team that worked on, um, like you said, Dishonored and Dishonored 2. Um, the creative director on Deathloop is the same designer from uh, Dishonored 2. So if you, you kind of like that yeah. style of game, um, it's, yeah, this is probably definitely going to be yeah. um, your type of thing. I don't think... Uh, is it Harvey Smith? Is he still around? I can never no. remember. Raphael was the one that left, right? Yeah. Oh, maybe. I don't think. I don't think Harvey's on this game though. Right. He's probably doing something else. I think so. Pray to. Um, Pray to. Or just two. on a three. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. All right. Cool. Uh, cool. Let's get going then. Got one more on the list, which is a Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Uh, big game for this week. Uh, sold a bucket load, it looks like. Uh, it was the number one game out of the UK for cool. the charts this week. Knocked off. Knocked off. Um, what was the last game we talked about? Fuck. Uh, Returnal? Might have knocked off Returnal. Can't remember. Uh, oh, Resident Evil. Sorry with an R. Right. I knew that. Um, Anyway, Mass Effect Legendary is uh, a remastered version of the original trilogy, um, which started back in, was it 2008? Really? Um, really? No. I think in, Surely I think not. It was about 2008. 2007. 2007. It was before that. Jesus. Yep. Um, 
And so, uh, going back now, uh, I got into Mass Effect quite late. Um, I didn't, I don't think I even played Mass Effect 2 on, I didn't play Mass Effect 2 on launch. Um, Mass Effect 2, I played after it came out in, I think it was the Christmas break, like December, January, around that period. Because I remember coming back from, um, that break and saying that if I had played it, it would have been on my top five of the year. Yeah, I vaguely um, remember that because it was that good. And I think I don't remember if you did as well. I, I feel like we were maybe just late on this one. Um, anyway, I was a big fan of Mass Effect, so I really enjoyed that game quite a lot. And three uh, obviously let down a lot of people with that that story. Um, but I'd never played the original Mass Effect, so right. I was kind of keen to jump into this one and check it out. Basically, this is, uh, like I said, it's a remastered version. They'd gone in, updated a bunch of the assets from like player models to environments, um, upgrading like things to do with the lighting. Um, I think a couple of like quality of life changes and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, um, you know, the ob- obvious stuff on consoles like 4K resolution and uh up the frame rate and that sort of thing uh, on pc i would say that it's a bad port oh, um okay. it doesn't really give you a lot of those nitty-gritty options that you can jump in there and and tinker around with there's some basic stuff like frame rate caps and um that sort of stuff but it's not like really detailed changing like anti-aliasing changing graphical settings like i want to have this stuff on high or medium ultra um in saying that i have a 2080 and i've got it on 4k resolution and i'm 144 frames damn nice most of the time cool most of the time but this is again this is a 2007 game True. <laughs> um it definitely uh it looks good like there's parts of it character models look great um environments are quite sparse in terms of you know you compare it with a car and chain game obviously there's gonna be a big difference there uh but i think where the thing the the game really shines is it's it's storytelling it's always been yeah. about storytelling in those games and it still holds up really well um it's got all the voice acting in there the uh the biggest downfall of the original mass effect game is the combat it's yeah. it doesn't hold up at all yeah but it's not good uh, it's extremely hard to go in there and play that game with that combat style. Um, oh, that's like, and that's you can better. It- You're playing the improved version. Like, it's be- yeah, but I don't think they've really touched up the combat or anything like that. I, I know that, like, I've been Have reading. They? they definitely like fixed up a bunch of like the issues that the combat had. Like, you the sniper no longer fucking goes all over the fucking show yeah. like it used to and all that kind of stuff like I've, I've seen like it's definitely better you're getting a better version of the combat right which is the crazy part i think the in terms of the combat mechanics i, I think they've they've tweaked a bunch of the things like certain weapons being unlocked and like just giving you everything from the, the get-go mm. um but i don't think they've touched like the cover base system right and things like yeah, that yeah it's that's pretty cool it's, uh, experience yeah and and, you know looking at um the cover base system it's hard to compare like obviously that was again we're talking a 2007 game and the pinnacle of cover base shooters was gears of war right they're the ones that really came in and defined how to do shooting 
and Gears of War was uh, a little bit before um, Mass Effect, not a whole lot, like a year or something like that. And so it's it's um, you know it's it's a little bit hard to jump in there and and play it because it it does feel dated. Yeah, um, you can see the what they were going for. Um, it's like a snap based mechanic as opposed to like I'm going up to this wall and pressing pressing. Yeah. A to hide behind it it's very much like oh am i on this wall yes and then he'll duck behind it and use that as cover um and there's uh you know there's your all your abilities and they feel a little bit like not quite right like you bring up the wheel and uh time slows down and you want to shoot something at like a a, a bolt at somebody and it just doesn't you're not really sure if you're aiming at the right thing or if it's going to hit them um, and so a lot of that stuff feels very dated. Yeah. Uh, so I played a couple of hours, um, went around. It's, it's very sl- like slow pace. Like there's a bit of action at the start, but then it throws you into the Citadel and you're doing like, um, on the Citadel missions and talking to people, very Star Trek like focus where, uh, you know, Star Trek was a, uh, in the early days, it wasn't really an action TV show. It was very diplomatic and yeah. that sort of thing. And it felt like Politic. a bit of that at the start there. Mm. And you're um, you're getting all your squad member- members in pretty quickly within the first like four or five hours, um, you know, meeting up with Garrus and that sort of stuff. And so um, like you can see the foundation that is there. But for me, it just didn't feel quite right. And so I... Um, I bailed on it and went to Mass Effect 2. Right. And it's a big improvement. Like, I'm playing that right now. I spent a lot of time in it. And just, like, the simple things of they got the cover mechanic right. It definitely, like, Mass Effect 2 feels like a, um, what did we say? So, like, 2010 game. Yeah. Um, It feels like it's, like, an 11-year-old game. But I can still play it. And I, you know, it feels, it still feels good. Um, It's a little bit outdated but i like i aim at someone i use one of my abilities and it feels like i'm going to hit them and i do hit them and all my spells and powers not spells all my bionic powers um are working the way that i would expect them to do when i shoot at somebody and it feels like all those things are connecting and uh combining different types of abilities is working really well as i'm ducking behind cover and popping out and shooting them and like it just works it just it's great um so i'm having a much better time with the combat in into and uh it, it comes with the dlc and all that sort of stuff so i'm getting a, a chance to play through some of that content which i never did i played a, a bit of the dlc um like sh- the shadow broker stuff and i think there was one more but this has a bunch of other packs in there that were released as well which i'm, I'm getting to play through um some of that stuff that just does not like i'm playing it and i'm like i don't remember this at all and I look it up. I'm like, oh, this is a DLC pack. It's so um, that stuff is really handy to jump in and, and check out. Yeah, that's probably so, what uh, has me the most interested. I think is uh, is mm. the DLC stuff because I didn't play any of it. I mean, I was yeah. I was in it for the contained uh, story of of the series. So yeah, right. Um. Yeah, and so like, I'm enjoying two a lot more. 
than I am with my experience with three. As someone who has not played the original game and was like, I want to jump in and sort of see what it's about. It's very, um, I think it's a nostalgia game, right? It's it's for the people that really enjoyed that first game and want to jump in and play it again. Uh, But I feel like it's kind of a bit harder if you're in it um, and you are as sort of, a bit iffy about combat as me because yeah. it's it's rough it is hard yeah <laughs> um but two still two feels great so uh, i'm digging that jumping in uh meeting all those characters again uh there's a couple of things in there that is a little bit um tedious like the scanning of planets that is i remember that being like a really interesting mechanic back in the day i still think it is but it, it gets like there's just so many of them and like you're getting so many resources at this point um that it's just like it just feels like it's too much too much of it and it's too slow um like it needs to be sped up a little bit or something uh but there's so much there that just reminds you of how good that game was yeah um and the storytelling is is top-notch stuff um so yeah man i'm i think it's a you know if you're interested in going back and playing it there's definitely a lot of good stuff there um i don't know if i'll jump into three i'm kind of interested to jump into three at some stage i guess we'll see how much time i've got and whether or not i finish this because I've, I've spent a bunch of time in it already yeah um like i don't know 12 hours or something so far and uh if i do finish it i i think i might jump in and check out three just to see like the contrast between what they did to change the combat again. I reckon the combat how was that's... better in 3, if I recall correctly. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, improving that sort of thing. Well, but... And they had a whole multiplayer component to it, so... Right, yeah, they had the... Um... Oh, man, what was it called? I don't even remember. Something about, like, the resistance and yeah. uh, you're, like... Re- resistance meter had to be at a certain point and that tied into the multiplayer and it tied into the uh was it the companion app oh yeah there was a companion app yeah i'm pretty sure yeah and like so like you're you're because you're fighting um was it the reapers i think they're called yeah and uh that meet that you're like getting these points or like loyalty bonus or some shit and that was tying into all these other components like you go play multiplayer and then you get points for that and eventually anyway my point is that those things aren't around anymore and so i don't know how that affects that game yeah exactly like what they've done to change it um anyway uh but i i would expect the um uh the combat to be better and then i don't I know we talked about it, but I don't know if I ever went back and played the, the what they call it, a director's cut or something, or ultimate edition when they changed the ending of that game. Oh right, yeah. I don't think, yeah. I don't. I didn't go back. I think mm. I we talked about it on our podcast on on the spoiler cast, which I couldn't find by the way. Um, you couldn't find it. No. Um, I think we talked about it and I think we just watched it online. I don't think it was that big a difference. Right. Yeah. I don't think they did all that much anyway. So yeah. Right. Um, anyway, I, I'm, uh, 
yeah, I'm digging it. Like I'm having fun with it. Like I said, one is a bit, be cautious that one. Two definitely, I think two holds up still to this day. Yeah. Um, the one because of combat, it's just hard to digest. But two feels like a uh, a competent game that is very much playable. There's some intricacies about like the AI is not really great, and there's a bit of wonkiness with like uh, not being able to switch shoulders when you're behind cover and things like that. At least I don't think you can because the <laughs> I can't. I don't know. Uh, there's no way to, for me to check my buttons. So. Um, just things like that, the, the kind of shooters have evolved so far that yeah. you got to be like, oh yeah, that's right. There's That's not really there. There's no mini map. I mean, there is a mini map, but I've got to press a button to bring it up and that's kind of tedious in the middle of combat and things like that. So, What has, um, what has yeah. worse cover shooting, Outriders or Mass Effect? Mass Effect. Are you sure though? It's close. You had to think about it. You paused. Oh, you just... paused for a second. That's the thing. That's the lag. No, nah, nah, you, you paused to think that. You're like, mm, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Outriders was very bad. It was a terrible game. Outriders was fantastic. <laughs> I think they, they sold 3 million copies or something they saw today. Wow, that's uh, awesome. 3.5 million copies. 2.5 million and of them were refunded. That's crazy. Square Enix's biggest game. Bigger than Avengers. <laughs> well, that, anyway. that, that um, at least makes sense. Yeah. Oh, it, this is a review code as well. I didn't. I didn't pay for this. Just okay. as a heads up. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, that's that's out now. Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition. Just be um, cautious. Like I said, the PC port is not very great. I've had to do weird shit with like editing my config file to get 4K resolution working because. What? It won't. Anytime I try and change my resolution, yeah. it will. Uh, it shits itself and like goes back to default. And a but like uh, it could be everybody that's having this problem. But there's threads on uh, discussion forums about how to fix it and how to go into like any files and uh, change a couple commands and a couple of different files. And eventually, I like it's working now. But that's a huge. Yeah, hopefully they patch that and fix it. Um, what was the other thing I was going to mention about the PC port being shit? Oh, yeah, EA. Oh, is it called EA Desktop? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. It's fucking garbage. It the, is. The uh, beta, I don't know what it is. It's some sort of... It tie, Does it tie into Game Pass or something like that? Like, what is EA Desktop? I've got it installed. I don't know why I installed it. I think it was because of a, a Xbox game. You reckon? What was it? What was it? It was something. Um, anyway, my default installs folder for EA Desktop is my, I don't know, let's say it's my F drive. Sure. Uh, or my G drive, uh, where I store all my games. And I downloaded it, um, got up the next day, and I couldn't find it. Like it said it wasn't finished, but all right, whatever. Yeah. So I started downloading it again. Um, it finished and then I jumped in and, and after I realized like my resolution isn't working, like I want to bump this thing up to 4k, uh, how do I do that? I went down this giant hole of trying to figure that out. People had sort of solved it and they were like, you got to change the INI file. And it's like, it'll be in this folder. And I went into the folder. I'm like, where is my folder? It's, it's not here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
it installed it on my C drive in like uh, a fucking race. <laughs> so that's super frustrating because um I don't know, like it literally says like F drive slash EA games and it's on my C drive in some other folder that I don't like program file or something. I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough. Piece of yeah. shit. Um anyway, EA desktop is is bad. So there you go. It is bad. but that is Mass Effect Legendary Edition out now. Um, there you go. And that's the games for this week. Got some all them games. Yep. Should we get through this news real Let's quick? Let's do it. Let's do it. Get on out of here. So, first up, we have uh, some PlayStation 5 news in relation to The Last of Us Part 2. This is uh, out now. It is a upgrade patch. Uh, which brings The Last of Us Part 2 to uh, 60 targeted frames per second, uh, improved loading times. Um, they've also done something with the resolution. I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> I haven't right. really looked into it. Um, I don't know if it's 4K or like some sort of other 4K style thing with it. But anyway, it says improved resolution. Um and that's uh, available now. It's it's out right now. If you want to go check out The Last of Us Part 2 on PlayStation 5, uh, I'm going to go check it out. It sounds like they've done an awesome job on it. I, I checked out the Digital Foundry uh, review analysis of it this morning. Oh, yeah. Um, the thing that got me when they released the, like, this is what we're doing for the patch, it was the 60 targeted FPS. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be not... Like that's a that's a word that you kind of put in there to be like, yeah, it's not really sixty, but it, yeah. we hope it's sixty. Uh, and at sixty, like Digital Foundry played it for a long time. Yeah, um, they they said they've played most of the game, and the only place where it dropped was this one specific spot in the game yeah. where they had issues in on the PlayStation Four version, which also had very weird problems, and it was it was it's like a couple of meters this weird spot and uh right they said it's the same thing there um otherwise they went to the spots that they were having performance issues with on the playstation 4 and particularly it was around water areas so with you and your boat all that sort of stuff and on the playstation 4 it was very minor frame drops it was like two frames um that was dropping uh and then these spots on the playstation 5 are now flawless at 60 um so it seems like they've done a really good job of having it be like it's hitting 60 constantly except for this one spot in the 12 you know 12 hours that they tested it on yeah um so that seems pretty pretty great the uh load times um if you recall in the last of us part two it was just the initial um i'm firing up the game where you would have to load into it that used to take about a, a minute 30 they've cut it down to about 45 seconds at this point um still taking some time apparently it's got to do with the the apis on the playstation 5 and just the way it works so um yeah it's still still a 50 percent improvement yeah and um like i said the resolution i'm not sure on at this stage i don't know if you've had a chance to look into it couldn't see anything uh that the clarified beyond what you'd said so no yeah i don't know if they're doing some weird scaling or if it's like a checkerboard thing yeah. or what is going on uh, but it looks really sweet at 60. I'm very keen to jump in and, and check out how the gameplay uh, sort of has improved because uh, the D- Digital Foundry review said that it, it's the the shooting feels a lot better. 
Um, the one thing they noted is that the uh, it's got a cinematic look to it, The Last of Us Part Two, sure. and um, <clears throat> they haven't really uh, taken into account the improved frame rate, and so the uh, it maybe looks a bit too smooth. Uh, you know I mean? yeah, like, right. yep. it, like the motion blur isn't quite hasn't changed enough to sort of have that same impact or the shutter speed on the camera hasn't been affected. And so um, that could be something that gets improved on. They like Sony said, this is an initial patch and there's more to come. What that means. I don't know. I assume that's multiplayer, oh, um, okay. but I also don't know what that means for the, the PlayStation five improvements. Are we going to get some weird shit in there? Like, changes to lighting or i don't know something improved textures or who knows could be it. like that's still the best looking game on playstation 4 and so for them to go in and spend uh more time on it uh, would be really interesting but yeah looks sweet looks great yeah awesome um, right next up we've got a uh new game announcement 505's games confirmed that ghost runner 2 is in development Cool. Um, from the same studio that created Ghost Runner, which was a uh, cyberpunk-style uh, puzzle game where you are sort of like a ninja, uh, cyber ninja, that would uh, run along walls and attack enemies, and it was very much like a clearing an area, uh, n- trying not to get hit because everything would kill you one shot, and a lot of um, traversal puzzle-style elements. puzzle platforming. Yeah, very, very quick. Um, ran, ran amazing on PC. Took advantage of a lot of NVIDIA's uh, technology that they're using right now, like ray tracing and DLSS. And it's a game that I was very uh, surprised about. I had a lot of fun with it. So yep. it's good to hear the second one. Um, yeah. yeah. Second one is in development. Uh, they said it's, the original game sold 600,000 units. Um, so I guess that was enough for them to... Cool. You know, it's an indie game, so yeah, probably doing pretty good. It's up there, getting up there with NHL 21. So, <laughs> and it's, it's, yeah, yeah, less prone to making me rage. So, well done, right? Um, I wouldn't expect this for another couple of years, though, uh, maybe two years at least. We'll see what happens, yeah, but that's cool that they're getting another shot at a second game because I thought it was uh, very cool. All right, the uh, last piece we've got here is DC Today announced that an animated Injustice movie is in the works. This will be one of their, um, they do a lot of like direct-to-video style yep. um, DC films, like a ton in Batman, yep. lot, lots of Superman stuff, yep. uh, which are generally like, yeah, generally pretty good in terms of like, they, they tell interesting stories. Like They, they look do at, like the, um, the elsewhere stuff, um, like the the one shots and stuff, you know, the, the, um, red sun and, uh, killing joke and stuff like that. Those ones, those self-contained yeah. graphic novels based on popular characters. They do like red hood and things like that as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they're generally like, yeah, self-contained stories, but at the same time leaning into like those characters, they, they generally get, some of those people back to reprise those roles yeah um yeah they're you know they're good they're they're entertaining to watch um so this is going to be one of those which is the uh for people that aren't aware injustice is um it's spawned off of uh nether realm studios 
take on what happened if um, Superman was the bad guy. Uh, and so it looks at getting all those DC characters together and having them fight each other and uh, doing a really cool take that spawned a comic book series by Tom Taylor, um, which lasted. I don't think he's writing those anymore, right. but it's it's basically kept going and it got really successful. It was like one of the most successful comic books for a while at one point um, for DC. And so it really took off. And yeah, yeah I think um, obviously spawned another sequel for, for Injustice, um, which we talked about recently. I wasn't a didn't really like what the story was doing yeah, there, but yeah. I'm interested to see DC's take on that universe and then maybe even just like if they're retelling that story or if it's going to be set in the future of stuff that's already happened it's going to be um like how would you go about telling that did you start would you start at the beginning yeah I would I would basically the first series of the uh the comic is yeah. I would just follow that 100%. I think that, that is generally something they've always done a pretty good job of, like sticking to sticking pretty close. Like I remember they made a few minor changes to Red Sun, if I recall correctly, but otherwise it was mm. pretty much on the money. And I think that's the best way to go about it. Because that, I don't, I don't know, like the, the comic was supplemental to the game, but the comic, I felt, did a better job than the I think the game had to make some concessions because it was a game you know and uh, the comic never did so yeah Uh, I I think they just follow that I didn't I I dropped off that uh, comic after the first series but just Yeah. yeah I think I dropped off uh, after we lost access <laughs> to our to our, our free to, to the DC the DC yeah, the press account. Yeah, that was that was pretty. Good. I dropped off all of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, I'm keen to see what they do with this. Um, just how fucking R-rated they go as well. Oh yeah, because there's some there's some dark stuff in, in those yeah, uh, um, storylines, and and I think that nether realm because of how violent that series or that series of games they've made are mm. like they've got a sort of background in mortal Kombat. it obviously didn't go that violent yep. but they were doing some stuff in there that was like the way they turn that that superman turns bad is pretty it's, it's up there yeah <laughs> it's pretty graphic yeah so yeah all right cool um Hey, speaking of that, I, f- I finished um, Injustice, not Injustice, Invincible. The last two episodes. Oh, oh nice. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Hell really yeah. Good. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Speaking of what happens if Superman turns bad. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah, absolutely recommend it. What do you mean? It's, the, it's the, the theme of the series. It's in the fucking first episode. At the, after the credits. Yeah. Too bad. Um. <laughs> All right, that is podcast. We got no questions this week, so uh, keep them coming if you want. Um, we'll, we'll read them out. Would you like questions? But, well, yeah, we can get out of here. So you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get podcasts from. We are under the Gap or the GA Podcast. Uh, please rate and review the show. If you have a moment, it helps other people find us. Uh, if you would like to send us questions, you can go to 
our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. Jump in there, leave us questions. Um, there's all sorts of things happening this week in the general chat. There's people talking about movies for this week. Um, I saw, was it Morkai? I saw Spiral, I think. Um, oh, yeah. He was talking yeah. about that. Yeah. I went and saw that as well over the last week. Uh, I thought it was all right. All right. It was good. Yeah. Maybe the second best Saw film that I've seen. Um, but Second best after the first? Not very or... good films anyway. Yeah. So. Is the first one the best one? I'd say it all. I think the first one is maybe the best one, just because it's so so out there and and it's an Australian film. Um, there is that that link. That, uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, but you know, Spiral's good. I still I still enjoyed it. It was very predictable. Fucking hell. Oh Holy yeah. Shit. Okay. Um, but uh, anyway, you can jump in the Discord page, talk about all sorts of things on there. You can go to our um, social media, facebook.com slash GA podcast, twitter.com slash GA podcast. You can check out our, our podcast in video form over on our YouTube page, thegapodcast.com slash YouTube. Um, you, can, you can also go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all those things we just talked about, including past episodes of the show. And other bits and pieces. What did you work on this week on the podcast website, Joe? What uh, you put up there. It's uh, it's called uh, "Inflation in the Battlefield Moments Economy," which I think is a bit of a weird. I don't know it's a weird title, but it's for a weird concept. Mm. You know, battlefield moments are those uh, those moments in a battlefield game where you're like, "Holy shit!" Uh, mm. I'm going to remember that forever. Um, and it's something that they've tried to, you know, generate uh, for, for years mm. as a concept. Uh, but I think they've been going about it the wrong way. And I just sort of tried to break down why I thought they were going about it the wrong way. Um, and why Hell Let Loose is sort of doing it well. Uh, I wanted to... The whole fucking plan with this one was that it was going to, you know, sort of be timed alongside the Battlefield 6 announcement. But uh, they fucking deep dish dicked me on that one. So, uh, yeah, I don't fucking know. I don't know, next month. I didn't want to wait. Uh, I'm trying to keep a pretty regular schedule to these uh, to these videos. So I didn't want to fucking delay it any more than I had to. I had a bunch of work on last week that pissed sure. this one up the wall. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's I think it's good. It's got some good uh, like the video itself. Uh, so you can read the script on the podcast website, or you can watch the video on my YouTube, uh, Joey Jojo. Um, I think this yeah the video's got some good clips. I recorded a bit of footage from Battlefield Four as well, which I reinstalled. Uh, I had a bit of a oh, that's why you were in into that. that. Yes, uh, <laughs> I tried to play Battlefield Three using uh, Venice Unleashed, which is a mod that sort of divorces it from needing the Battlefield Three Master Service but uh it's extremely difficult to get a game um unfortunately so uh yeah couldn't do that but yeah anyway uh check that out uh i think it's i think it's pretty good and you know hell at least is uh hmm. yeah a lot of fun as always so some good stuff in there nice yeah yeah cool um all right, so you can go to thegapodcast.com and check that out. Uh, you can also, if you'd like to support the website, you can go to patreon.com slash gapodcast, become a recurring member. That helps us pay the bills, keep the podcast website running. Uh, so thank you to everyone that does that every month. Thank you we so much. We really appreciate your support. Me too. Um, 
Have you got, uh, where can people find you on social media, Job? Anything else you want to pimp out? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Joby Jojo on Twitter. Um, that's about it. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've got all that much to pimp out apart from cool. that one thing. But yeah. All right. Uh, you can find me twitter.com slash Luke Laurie. And that is it for this week. When do you, when are you back from your, your bed? What is back what is from back on? from my uh, trip up north uh, Tuesday, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, try and get some All games right. in. There's, uh, we'll get there's, some games there's a big in. game We've next got, week. Um, next next well, week, Biomutant, right? We can talk about that. We can finally talk about Biomutant. I can't wait. Yep. Um, and I think there's some other stuff out next week that I can't. Subnautic is out now. Um, Maybe you oh, should yeah. check that out. Yeah. Yep. Good <laughs> idea. Anyway, uh, that is it. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show, and we'll catch you all next week. See you then. Love you. Bye.